0: Welcome, everybody, once again to the Low-Key Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Lanton, and today I'm joined, as always, with Keith Denny. And today, instead of Tim Malloy in his place, we have Sam joining us, joining us from the Sam said Podcast. Sam, how you doing today, sir?
1: Doing all right, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, of course, man. You're always welcome. And, and our uh, long-time listeners know Sam has been with us for quite a bit now, we're always happy to have him. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, we're going to talk about Sweet Tooth. And Sweet Tooth is a new Netflix series based on a uh, graphic novel of uh, the same name. Well, not a graphic novel. It's a comic book series that was turned into a bunch of volumes anyway. Um, but the story's following Gus, who is a young boy uh, who is also happens to have antlers. Um, there are children like him throughout this world. Uh, they're known as hybrids. And they come at the exact same time as a virus sweeps the world that is making people really sick and you know um, causing fatal um, um, symptoms and as a result his father decides to take him to the woods hide him from the world because hybrids are um, basically being hunted down by normal humans and we enter this world as he's an eight-year-old boy and we start our journey where he finally has to have some interaction with the outside world yeah so possible post-apocalyptic uh new species virus you know uh life-threatening pandemic all over the place like they never used the word pandemic i think they don't want to draw too many allusions to our current moment Uh, But, yeah, it's a lot going on here. And and I think, you know, with what was going on, people felt like, you know what, people will really get the story in a different way right now and it'll have a different impact than it would have maybe otherwise with a, you know, dear boy seemed like a little hard to sell. But they made it happen, which is cool. And this is, you know, a really critically acclaimed book um i have not read it uh, prior to you know this moment but you know i can definitely tell you many people who know the stories and, and speak of it um have a lot of great things to say and you know i'm really curious to see what you guys think of the adaptation it's definitely interesting so i guess sam we can start with you what are your impressions of the show um through its first season
1: Sweet Tooth (laughs) is the epitome of inspired by. Like this is Mm -hmm. someone who glanced at a comic book named Sweet Tooth and kind of remember what happened and then said, well, I'm going to make it for the kids. (laughs) And that's really what Sweet Tooth is. So as my, as a lot of people probably, I wasn't familiar with the source material. I liked Sweet Tooth season one. I, I thought it was very cute. I thought it was very, i mean there's some i guess dark times in the show but again it is somewhat uplifting you know to have your somewhat americanized you know anime protagonist being all like but we can do it kids why because we have hope yeah. it's like yeah yeah okay
2: yeah. it's like I, we can do things I through the power this. of love
1: right like the power of friendship and sugary things like syrup which is yeah. just children alcohol which i understand Right. <laughs> um. But I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed Big Man. I get, again, the current climate that we are in. That, again, saying, you know, the P word isn't the best thing to say. But at the same time, it's like, ooh, that gets a little too close to home During all the things that are happening. um, There are things that I just aren't explained, which I'm kind of okay with. Like, the other seasons further down the line explain it then that's fine but as of right now there's some things that i just have question marks about like the flowers why like again why are we so racist like so quickly <laughs> it's like oh uh
0: yeah keep going through your points but but uh say more later on that because i'm curious of what you mean there
1: um what else the teen children that are pro um hybrids pro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hybrids i mean they they reminded me of like a 2021 version of like um shredders like foot clan back in the old the that's 80s and the Bro, like yeah. that like gave this, me
2: lord of the flies vibes did it yeah. i heard
1: thought like yeah we're playing video games and adults oh yeah that's bad point, yes. and adults you know, we can play the VR because you can be anybody you want to be. And of course, Sweet Tooth, but why would you want to be anyone but you? And I'm like, oh, oh sweet. Can't wait for this child to get puberty. Like <laughs> This is just, right. Like, this is, your outlook no is going to go downhill from there. But again, overall, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I think it's a good show. I would love to see the rest of it to see if it explains some of my problems with season one. But at after that, no, I had a good time. Like some of these are kind of extra things. Little pig girl was cute, I guess. You know, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And her, I guess, adopted mother, who I believe is the same woman from Heroes. She looks like the same woman from Heroes. It is her. It is. Okay. Hey, look at that. Like some. Right. Like in some of the side (laughs) stories, like the doctor and his wife, like that to me is interesting. Like, what would you do for a loved one kind of thing? So, yeah. I'm interested in whether this goes. Yeah, man. Right, Keith, also, what, what also with
2: too? the, also with the doctor, I was thinking, man, that that whole little town was on some purge type shit. Listen, that whole Damn. like, I'm Damn. gonna miss
1: you when you're gone. Song after we burn your house down, like uh, I thought
0: that song was. We don't talk about the 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 people after we burn them. I thought Pretty that's much. what the song was saying.
2: Yeah, they they literally like, if you cough, we about to burn the shit out, Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but remember the song they sang when dude, yeah, I know, down? yeah, that's what they sing, that's their thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> then Obo was like eating his pie, and I'm like, like that's
1: just weird, yeah, man. that was pretty weird. Um, well, hold up, before, before actually,
0: like I said, I asked you to go, but then I just want to get to this before we forget. What were you mm-hmm. talking about the racist stuff? How did we get to the racist stuff so quick? Well, uh, what did you mean there?
1: Like the idea of a new race coming where um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. or like even with big man and ugh, i guess it's kind of spoilers i don't know because i don't remember what episode this happens but like big man has a backstory right and that's other episode I... is it okay so yeah. like when you have your skunk child or whatever mm-hmm. like the idea that oh that's not my child to me is still weird because that is your child like and we instantly just turn into all right, well, we got to get rid of these children. Okay, now we're hunting these children. Now it's okay to round these children up as if they're just livestock. I think... And I'm like, that's just, like, it just, it went quickly for me. And I get it because you want to tie them to the whole um, pandemic that's happening in this universe, you know, and I get that. At the same time, it's like, but their children
2: though. Yeah, but I, but people really don't give a fuck about children. Yeah, like, they, key, they, people they, try to act like they do, but really, people be like, "Fuck them kids." Yeah, or people what, be what, like, what, "Hey, hey, we care about the child in the womb, not when they out the womb." Right. Like <laughs> they don't care about them in the womb, out the womb. People really don't give a shit about children. But the point, the point is that I can see because of how humans, how we operate people shifting that quickly because they don't understand it it's like a lot of fear and uncertainty behind it just like when big man saw his child come out part human part cow and shit he didn't know how to respond to it now ultimately he did come back but when he came back his wife and his child his son was gone at that point but if you never experienced nothing like that in your life that has to be a shocker to anybody, you know, like what and it is. Like it's mean you know, you know, like who is really the baby daddy? Right. <laughs> saw you eye that cow earlier. I know what it is. But it's also like it's just people being afraid of like this being the sign of like the end of humanity, in a sense. Yeah, it's like a different
0: right. version of what we saw with the X gene and X Men.
2: Yeah, but but I think it's in a sense it's a bit worse because these kids are not coming out talking, not like Sweet Tooth and Wendy for example well, so as far as we know sweet tooth and wendy are the only hybrids that can actually talk the rest well, see, of them are more
1: animalistic in a sense but even I, the little beaver bobby there it is bobby yeah bobby bobby, bobby the beaver yeah bobby whatever he is like bobby kind of talks and looks less human than the rest of them right and with wendy there we go wendy Again, pig girl, which also, side note, my little, what did she call her? Like, my little pigling or my little Pickle, uh, pigtails not, or something. Pigtails, that was it, I think. I was like, mm, I, think so. I don't like it. <laughs> like, mm, no, don't call me by my features. That's not, <laughs> yeah, just, just, just weird. But, like, I don't know, like, a part of me also was like, oh, that one can talk. And even that, to me, kind of threw me for a loop. Because I'm like, yeah, some of these look more human than others. I mean, that's, again, your mutant equivalent of x-men so i get it did we just not teach them or are they not so I th- yeah them?
0: i think that's one thing i was curious about i mean you know we're talking about two children who were isolated from the outside world and who were with adults who were had the fortitude to keep that isolation and to you know not you know be so lonely or whatever you want to call it that they skirted their own rules and you know talk to people on the outside or whatever I mean like that those are extraordinary circumstances for somebody to you know be able to be under that level of duress and still you know teach a child be really really in tune with them in in, in, you know in their difficult situations so yeah I'm sure that part of the nurture plays some role I mean again I'm sure the story will delve further into it in future seasons. Um, but we'll see and and Keith I sorry we cut you off before um definitely wanted to get your overall thoughts um what did you think of season one
2: uh I did I think it was one of those shows it's just a it's just a breath of fresh air so many serious ass shows out here that, you know for one and so many dark shows you know that sometimes for one it's it's good to see something that looks exactly what it is you know what I mean like maybe. It, it really gave me more of a vibe of like the child shows that we had when we were kids, where it never really shined away from like children being in peril, but it still had a good feel to it. Like um, yeah. well like the Goonies and the Never Ending Story and shit like that, you know? Interesting. Where like it still had a, a tad bit of darkness in it, a tad bit of peril, but then, but it still had that, um. You know, just that, just that feel-good feeling to it, you know what I mean? It's just simple, you know. It's an adventure. <laughs> it just takes place yeah, in the post yeah, yeah. apocalyptic world. But then on top of that, it kind of in certain areas feel like multiple shows in a sense, right? Not always like that in, like, TV shows, right? Because, like, the feel and the vibe with the doctor and his wife is different than Sweet Tooth, Big Man, and Bear on their little journey. And it's and it's also different than the other side story with um, you know, I can't remember her na- the character name the fine ass lady and Wendy, and uh, and, Bobby, <laughs> and Bobby the fine ass you know. lady. Is it uh, Amy? what is her name? Amy. Yeah, Amy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but um, but yeah, that's that's my overall thoughts it. I just enjoyed it for, you know. Yeah, and and unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to finish the whole
0: season. I got through four episodes, and you know, I know there's so much that has passed that we've talked about some of it um, already. Um, you know, part of it was just I just had a hard time getting free, but also just you know, for me, the start is such a you know, it's very deliberate, and I think in a lot of ways, very necessary to give a sense of how much effort it takes to be hidden and to be safe in a society like this especially like when some rando can just tag a gate and then you know you don't know if he got a whole crew with him and then maybe they come after you you know and and you know uh, your son uh, if you're um, Gus's dad I mean like you know do you really want to be in that position Um but it was so slow oh my god That's felt like I was like going through mud but by the time you get to episode four i felt like that to me was the most emotionally resonant episode up to that point uh you know you're starting to get a little more depth of the characters particularly i was really interested in the idea like the suburban nature of what's going on with uh, the same family Mm -hmm. um compared to everything else that we're interacting with um, and also, just how you know as you guys have talked about like it's very purge vibe going on, like you know, um, just people who are like really power hungry and will you know take any little thing to just like take people's lives, you know, just because it, it gives them some form of control. Like it's just really fascinating, you know, going from somebody just being like a busy nosy person um, all up in your business to somebody who can, lord that sort of. Um, habit of theirs into like controlling whether or not you live or die I mean that's really crazy Um, and also just this idea of like ethically is it okay to take the methods that that doctor was using when she had stage 4 cancer and you know using live hybrids to create this kind of serum that allows you to keep living um, if you had the virus is that okay you know would you do that for a loved one and, and you know um, these are just things, like you said, Keith, it has a lot of things about it that are very much lighthearted and meant to um, give you a positive feel. But there's so much other stuff going on, um, you know, underneath that's just really interesting.
2: Yeah. And, and those things are they are what they are, you know. But I think I think when I say about the more lighthearted stuff it's mostly surrounded about around Sweet Tooth and how he is as a character.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Even in his has. innocence, his his not knowing what certain things means—it's all kind of yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a, in agreement. I, we are in agreement that the show has the tone it has, and I think it it keeps that on purpose. But it it doesn't shy away from exactly the the, the grittiness of the source material,
2: right? And that and that's what I appreciate about it. It's kind of like, um, I guess what Sam was mentioning about like anime protagonists and stuff. How like they 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 get away with being so um what do you call it for the most part extreme kind of like bad characters yeah. okay and in a world full of like every where all the other characters are pretty much they're more interesting and even the world itself is way more interesting than the protagonists themselves but we actually love the protagonist just because of their consistency in a sense <laughs> and just you know sticking sticking to being how they are and not really. In in a sense, never really even having a character arc in most animes. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about Sweet Tooth. Yeah, they normally don't have a character arc. Like if you think of like Goku, no character arc.
0: Well, that you know. Uh, but then, yeah, but I you mean, yeah, at, that's mostly just you look at then.
2: Vegeta and Piccolo. You know, well, they as have as they as
0: actually as have character arcs. Yeah, they have character arcs. Piccolo turns into to a whole daddy. Right. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and so then,
2: does Vegeta. <laughs> he become a stepdad and they ain't even touched him. But anyway, um that's his real father. We don't even we don't mention father with Goku. It's um it's just like with Sweet Tooth, you know, you have so many characters that's going through these changes in these different character arcs. Now, most of it is very predictable. Like you know, big man is gonna be that guy that's gonna protect him. He's gonna be essentially what the Mandalorian is or what the hound is right. in Game of Thrones. Um, he's gonna be the reluctant guardian we know that that's going to happen. Um but that's still showing a character arc. We see the same thing with Bear, you know, her mind changes and stuff. Um but for the most part, I think that I'm cool with Sweet Tooth staying the same. <laughs> you know, why why the whole world is is going in chaos and he be that that shining beacon of hope amongst everything. So, I'm down for it. I'm for it, you know. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really think the show is pulling off something that's really difficult to do. Um, There's so much variety in location, you know, um, and and having those settings feel lived in and impacted by, you know, a post-apocalyptic situation um, can be really difficult to pull off. I think, uh, for a live action show. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did it pretty successfully. Um, it made things feel uh, like this is actually happening. I mean, I feel like a lot of the special effect effects that they use are similar to what we saw in Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. where, you know, obviously Las Vegas has is, is not been um, taken over by zombies. But when you see how it's set up in the film, um, it looks like it, it is. You know, I don't know what it is that they're doing to create that sort of effect. Um, You know, I'm sure there's plenty of CGI. There's plenty of practical stuff they're doing, too, in in actual sets. Uh, And I just thought overall, that's like one of the huge strengths of the show is really every time you get to a place, they give you that wide open shot um, of almost like a drone level shot of like the different locales they're at. And then when you're inside, you get the actual setting and it feels like a place that's actually been outfitted in a world where things aren't, you know, as connected as they are today through, you know, whatever sort of intra we're talking about.
2: Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think that the world feels like a, a, a actual, you know, world but, you know, like, like different, different parts of it, you know, different type of, um, like you said, different locales and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because like what we were saying with the, um, with the doctor and his wife and that their suburban life is, is completely different than the life we see, um, with Sweet Tooth and, and Big Man on the road and the people that they come across, you know?
0: Yeah. And I, i find there you know up like again it, me i'm just thinking about the episode four and i like to see what you guys think you know further in the season if this lines up um with with your responses if you have some other things you're thinking of the thing that really like and i already mentioned it but the thing that really stuck out to me the most is like just this ethical quandary of like life and what is life and what life is important you know because humans do view themselves as above other sorts of life and this idea that you would round up these hybrids who are children as you guys have pointed out and use them either to create medicines so that sick humans can stay alive or you would just round them all up and and take them out because you're being discriminatory or you're scared or whatever it is thinking that they're you know passing along that they're spreading the virus um I just found all the things around it very fascinating, how the world changed and also how um, the uh, wife of the doctor, uh, Rainey, how she went from going, well, I'm sure you can find a humane way to do this to, I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do, you know, not knowing he actually had destroyed what they called the secret stuff with that flare gun i thought that was kind of interesting but well, i don't know what did you guys think what were you like some of your what like what's the best moment to stuck out to you as far as like interesting things in the show and, and plot lines you're looking to see resolved and kind of um expounded upon a little
1: further well i want to go back for a second the flagrant that he used that was to get more secret stuff oh that's what that was
0: yes oh no man i thought he was uh i thought he was getting rid of it oh well <laughs> it was like that was that that, was what that flare was for
1: that flare was to signal to i forgot the guy who looks like jim carrey from sonic the sonic movie oh my um, god yeah, he damn. Like, Robert, there, man. damn
2: he does he looks like that from
1: the sonic movie
2: every time <laughs> i saw him i was like do something silly come <laughs> on dr robotnik looking ass. Nice. But like uh,
1: that was what that flare was for. That flare was to signal I want more of the secret stuff aka children.
0: Does he end up using um, so-called
1: more secret stuff? Um, they are out of the order. Uh, so like they get the stuff you know, they get the saline and the advil or whatever. And then when they get to the bottom of the trunk, it says like we're out of hybrids. Oh, all I saw was he opened the box and no was in there,
0: but uh, okay, I guess maybe that's a little bit later. Interesting. There
1: and so that's the, again, the, the, again, you asked me what I'm looking forward to, and it is going to be Dr. Singh and that situation. Like, again, you love your wife. You want your wife to, again, to death do us part, but I didn't think that death would be today. So how can I extend this well, the things that I'm mixing together ain't got the right stuff. I need to use hybrids. And then you get to the moral conundrum of what do I do with that information? Well, because I love my
0: wife to death. I don't know if I'm going to kill kids to keep her alive. That just And that's boring. why I
1: don't, like with the doctor and, and the cancer, like I get it. Like whether she had cancer or not, it's like, ugh. after a while, that's going to get to you. Like, I think,
2: whether, yeah. Now was you going? I'm sorry. I
1: mean, no, and like that to me is what I want to see. Like again, non spoiler, spoilers. Like from going to the next season, of course, there are some season baiting that's happening. And you get to the end of the series for season one, it's like, okay, I want to see what the doctor's going to do. I want to see if his wife can survive. Is there a option to maybe do something else? You know, is sweet tooth the key? Maybe you can Mm. find just, you know, nice, safe blood draws versus decapitation and like just gross things with children just to get their spinal fluids and all. And even um, the army guy whose name I should look up. Again, fake Jim Carrey Sonic. Oh, General, Robotnik. General. Abbott. Oh, 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 oh! You, you talking about that dude? Yeah, I, ain't, I, I do do like Robotic. That, that was kind it of funny. Is, like even even the, the glasses? red glasses. Yeah, yes. all that looks like Robotnik
2: at the end. That's So funny. <laughs> I liked it though. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was gonna say that. I think what one thing about the characters and what they constantly try to do is to justify doing these things to the, to mm-hmm. to the children because yeah. they're not really viewing them as children. Per yeah, say. that's why they call them things
0: and they, like it, they, they don't use pronouns. Yeah, you know, gender specific pronouns because they're trying to disassociate their humanity from them.
2: Right, and then we know, like in the last on the last episode when the doctor finally hears or think he hears Sweet Tooth speak and he's like, you know, well, let me save this one for later. But then later on, turn around and do, you know, what he going to do to another hybrid. Um, Because Also, also, did, did he end up doing something to another hybrid? Yeah, but he wouldn't do it to Sweet Tooth because he saw humanity in him. I feel.
0: But because he didn't see language from the other hybrid, he went ahead and did. Totally
2: fine. Right. Totally fine. Because he like, this This isn't.
1: You <laughs> know, but this a, a, a
2: child. A, Get him. Right. Right. Let me. Mm, mm. He, he like, uh was I um uh, my, my old guy on uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. And he, I'm talking about he was oh, but- on throw Quasimodo down the way. <laughs> well i gotta say though honestly like one of the things that
0: does bother me about this show there's just like a lot of things there were examples of things where it's like there's a contrivance there for the plot's sake but it doesn't seem like it makes sense in general like if somebody is okay like it's hard for me to believe for example the only person who can order this stuff is uh or who has been ordering it is the wife right like no one else has had the sickness now again they, they made the point yeah like no one else has had it but then it's like well, why are you developing it and again they were like okay we're trying to find a cure and a lot of that makes sense you know in a general
2: like you mean you know, the vacuum. wife or, the
0: wife wasn't
2: ordering it what do you mean well
0: so the one ordering it taking is, is her her husband the doctor right Right. But it's like no one else is using this sort of medicine. Like that's a dead giveaway to somebody that's something going on. Like what? Cuz people do know that those live uh kids are being brought there. Well, hybrids are being brought
2: there. Um, they don't they don't know that he's con- pretty much testing a vaccine on his wife. Right. right. But I'm, what I'm saying the-
0: is The okay, like, if you're the military, the last man, I think those are who those people are, Mm -hmm. were bringing the hybrids, you would know some was up, They
2: didn't know. They didn't know to, I mean, they don't know until the end that he's been experimenting on his wife. Right.
1: What is it? Abbott? Right. So Abbott, again, later on, spoiler alert, I guess, also. Like, later on in the other episodes, Abbott figures it out. Right.
0: Well, I mean, like, you wouldn't need to know it was the like the idea that someone's making it. period is more the point rather it's the wife or not i got you so like because what we're talking knows. about is like this idea of like one resources because like that one thing and this is another and again this is something that probably comes up in future seasons or maybe it came up in times i you know in episodes i didn't see i don't know where these other hybrid kids are coming from because it seemed gotcha. like there would be like a, a finite amount unless people keep having, because it sounds like, and I don't know that this is true. And again, four episodes in, that when people have kids, period, they're coming out as hybrid kids. That is so, correct. Right. Any so, person
1: who has a child will have a child that is a hybrid. Right. So
0: if that's the case, and then that's whether or not they have this virus, right? It has nothing to do with that. So that means people are still having kids, but they, but like, that kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, it, why would you get pregnant if you knew this was the case? Now, again, accidents can happen. I don't but think it's like, people,
2: people weren't having kids for, like, 10 years. Like, all the all the kids, most of the kids, from my understanding, most of the kids that are hybrids had came out, like, 10, right as over a decade ago.
0: So, yeah, but so that's the thing. If there are only some of them left, it kind of wouldn't... I don't know, like, it, it's weird, this idea that, like, we just keep giving up this, you know, like, okay, if you're thinking of them as some sort of, like, resource of some kind, so either, like, there's the people who will be tr- just trying to straight up eradicate them, or the people using them for medicine, and then there's people who want to protect them, in whatever ways of protection it is, whether it's raising them, or just keeping them out of harm's way at, at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. all that, but Though that group who's trying to protect them, that's a very small group, at least from what we see. Now we're in the small subset of the United States. Who knows what's happening outside, right? But in general, from what we see, that those are the camps: the people who want to kill them, the people who want to use them for some sort of, you know, means, medicine or whatever, or just selling them or whatever, and then the people who just want to straight up protect them.
2: I All mean, right, man. I just realized I won't record. <laughs> Uh you know, I saw the ass when I came in, I didn't hear it. Sam, was you recording? No. <laughs> Let's just start from where you was at, man. What was you saying? Damn. Uh,
0: <laughs> we should keep this part in. We we forgot uh, to hear record, we been going for like another 15 happens. minutes. It right. happens. We're all
1: humans, none of us are hybrids. Um, yeah, I want to know what hybrid would you might not mind being like. Like that to me is kind of cool. Like I don't one movie.
0: one that can go back in time. Damn mm. man. I can't believe
2: it. <laughs> kind of are we oh, Sam made all
0: these salient points? They were so good. I, man,
2: man they were good man you can't you can't you can't buy that you can't find that anywhere <laughs> and then I just all of a sudden look over, oh man dang, I'm not recording.
1: Jesus I try to do my recording and then I don't know I oh side note i don't know if this is being recorded i don't care built a computer whoa, whoa, and it's really nice like it's a nice built computer that i spent not that much money on but it it works the way it needs well um,
0: okay i was like let me try to see if i can guide you back you know to, okay. to the please the
1: graces of, of your wonderful critique
0: um <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> what oh we, man what we had to briefly stop on was this question of you know the different people involved with the hybrids the people who want mm. to protect them then you have the other people right. who want to use them for some means and then others who just want to straight up eliminate them from
1: the face of the earth right 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 right. so are we all recording now we are, we are recording. yes we're okay. definitely recording. i see, see that i see the icon all right so going through all this again spoiler alert for everybody else um, i'm gonna try to go through this as signaling as i did previously um the Dr. Bell lovely older lady who was you know chopping up the children um said she had cancer that was a lie um doesn't mm-hmm. have cancer Abbott's like yo sis why you not want to do the you know killing of the children she's like because I'm killing children I, I would rather not have myself up at night because I'm killing children mm-hmm. and so Abbott's whole thing is that he wants the book for reasons We understand that he knows something about the book that, again, shows the equation of how to make a, not a cure, but like, I guess, vaccine for said itchy fingers or whatever is happening, the twitchy pinkies, which is just such a weird thing to have as a side effect, but okay. Um, And Abbott's whole thing is basically that he wants to have the monopoly on either a cure and vaccine, mostly a cure. And that's where Doctor Singh comes in because Doctor Singh pretty much BS's his way out of a situation, and is like, "Yo, man, yeah, I totally have a cure." Wink, wink. Not, not my house is on fire. <laughs> and Abba's really like, "Yeah, I know you're lying to me. That's fine. Like, but we're gonna figure something out though." And so, like, and I get that. Like, I get the moral issue that you would have of, "I love my wife. I love." You know death do us part is you know part of all the vows, but I don't want to lose her now. And a part of me also thinks she's kind of cold-blooded because she's kind of like, you know, I'm not getting any better. Yeah, I, I think uh I think I'm gonna need some kids in this vow. You know, yeah, I mean, what's what's a kid to your wife? I mean, come on. Yeah, she's come definitely on. like fuck them kids. Right? <laughs> she really is, and a part of me understands, like again, the I think the main moral of like the adults pretty much is that they're all selfish. Like there is a selfish tendency mostly a lot of things that they're doing. That well, but but the
0: show itself, uh, I, I just want to make the point as you're, you're continuing is like, mm-hmm. literally multiple times the show makes the argument that that adults, uh, and Bear is the first person to say that. Well, no, she's the second person to say this. First is Gus's dad. Then we see mm-hmm. it from uh bear and then other people say in different ways but just that humans adults in particular are selfish and greedy and they just take 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 without any regard for anything else um and their selfishness is what ate apart the world and caused this virus to take place because the earth is fighting back essentially like that's kind of how it's put
1: Right, and this is, again, it's so, so weird trying to go back, like, what are all the good points I made? Um, I don't know if I made it before or after, but basically, like, the explanation of what is causing this to the humans, honestly, I don't think it's going to be explained. And a part of me doesn't really think it needs to. Like, it's a thing that is happening that is more on the background anyway, because at the end of the day, this story isn't going to end with Abbott winning, so i mean so it could right it could but again the the whole face of the show is sweet tooth his whole outlook is i'm a sweet child who doesn't know any better besides to be hopeful and mm-hmm. to have like your yeah, app is going to win it's like well that's kind of sad it's kind of like the original outlook for um get out where again the original <laughs> ending for that was yeah black men in jail and we all being like well that's kind of sad
0: well but also it was you know whether whether that's the route the show decides to take maybe it even does something different from the source material but oh it just does. this idea that um you know adults are the problem adults are the selfish ones and they're just their inability to have remorse or be thoughtful or have any take any insights from the mistakes they've made you know, is kind of like causing a problem. I mean, it's it's kind of like this weird thing where like they're so hellbent on trying to in some way discriminate against the hybrids or you know, whatever, that they don't realize all this warmongering and this violent streak and this selfish shit is what led to this in the first place.
2: And and also to that point, what is it going to do? You know, yeah, exactly. So so, so for example, like you find a cure. For, for this virus and people stop having the shaky fingers that's not going to stop hybrids from being born mm-hmm, exactly you know, it's it's kind of like one of those things like because it's funny because i was watching this you know by myself and then when me and when me and my girl was watching something we were watching Handmaid's Tale, tell mm-hmm. which is essentially two different post-apocalyptic stories mm-hmm, and true. and for you know those of you that's not familiar with that show you know, there is a situation where, like, well, um, wait a minute. I guess I wouldn't call it post-apocalyptic. I'd probably call it like post-democracy or something. That shit is post-apocalyptic as fuck. I mean, if you get to a point where like, hum- where where women can't, where like a big portion of the female population cannot have children, that's that's pretty. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot. That's a part yeah. of the show. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: but that, but, but the, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because. That, that's kind of similar to this in a way where um people feel like the future of mankind in some type of to some type of extent is at stake but they they choose to try to go the most inhumane way possible to solve the problem um mm-hmm. and it and it's the same type of thing but one of the differences between this and handmaidens tale is that the the solution in this one is not even in any type of way a solution, right? Because it's not going to stop. Like I said, it's not going to stop hybrids from being born at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just straight up, just misdirected, misguided, you know, um, frustration and, and, and anger right um like even like that basic hatred that you teach children like it seems so innocent but when he um gus is sitting there watching those kids um yeah. at the train state or at the market um uh, next to the uh train stop they're taking those balls and they're hitting the hybrids i'm like yeah take them out yeah uh, you know, it's, it's talking mad shit and He's sitting there like, Wow, like they really hate hybrids. What the hell? Like, because this is his first time really being around people like that, and to see kids just a little bit older than him who you know, like in the early teenage years, you know, talk like that was really jarring. But then it's like juxtaposed to that, you know, he's immediately meeting people who you know are the same age range and they've dedicated their lives to protecting people like him, you know. It, the dichotomy that is consistently put in front of you, like these diametrically opposed things, like they're really
2: fascinating. I think they work really well um, for what the show is trying to pull off. I think, I think to that point too, what it's trying to say with that with that scene that you're talking about is that the it seems as if the teams who are not, I guess, quote unquote, tainted by adults have a little bit more humanity within them and a little bit more empathy than those that are still within the world of, you know, being with their parents and being around other, like being around. I always
0: say because parents share their biases and pass them
1: down to their kids. Mm
2: -hmm. Exactly. And you
1: mentioned the, um, that family that was in that cab cabin in the woods or whatever they were at uh, the Hoover Dam or whatever, whatever, whatever other public place they were at. I'm like, no one, Came across this either, huh? Guys, just been living here all this time. But even with that family, where again, yes, the kid had some like, "Hey, can I touch your ears?" business. But but even with that, he was still like not. He wasn't like mean towards them, you know. And again, that also shows again that that family being in isolation. That family, and
0: you gotta remember too, like you know, yeah, like okay, so you actually bring it up. They've been in isolation. All they know and remember is what they heard before, you know. They got there, and they actually make the point of saying, "Hey, you know, what's it like out there?" Like they're asking for a stats report from Big Man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
1: And that, to me, like you said, shows the biases of, you know, the child who's been told all his life where you know the virus started with these hybrids. And it's like, well, is is that true? And the answer is that no, like even Big Man says like I don't want people to still believe that. It's because, again, you if you don't have any again say the internet, but like if you don't have anyone preaching something counter to that, only thing that child is going to know is what their parents told them. Yeah, I gotta admit that was a
0: little triggered when he actually to touches antlers.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah,
0: man, there's nothing weirder <laughs> than having somebody. Ask permission to feel your hair, and you're like, all right. And then they just get, just, just.
1: They know it'd be so soft. Oh my gosh. And then, man, this this one won't put
0: ten well, fingers in my hair. I said you can touch it. I didn't say you could like get press. all up in it.
1: <laughs> well, no, it, like uh, Keith like said, like yeah, like whole, like you know, I had a dog. You know, when I would rub its ear would shake its leg, and I'm like, I okay. Yeah, I was uh, like,
0: hey, dog. This sound like like. <laughs> It's like not even like racism necessarily, because I don't even know what you call it. But it was just like yeah, a, I'm, I'm sitting there talking you know. to you. Did your dog talk to you? Did y'all have conversations about trains, bro? Like, did that and then you see
1: the mom kind of walk by and be like, "Yeah, that's a sweet scene." I'm like, mm, "Yeah, that was that sweet.
2: Suit. That shit's kind of weird." And Gus, not
1: no, my brother, <laughs> right? And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, And that's his character though. Like, Gus's character is, yeah, sure, you can touch my raise if you want. He, 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 he. And it's like, yeah, because to him, he, I, I'm not saying he doesn't know what hate means.
0: Well, but the but one thing I do enjoy is that the show is self aware about this moment. Like it, the characters are doing what the characters are doing, but the show I do feel like is not shined like away from the fact that that shit is awkward and weird and yeah. probably that interaction could happen differently. But again, this is how people in that isolated situations. You guys are brought up with
1: probably handle that right because he hasn't talked to a kid in however long you know so his only interaction is to talk about you know i had a dog that probably also died this pandemic that you know that's the last are you you talking oh oh you're talking about the the kid there the kid like he hasn't talked to another child you know in what another decade or so so Yeah. yeah like his connection would probably be his dog that also probably died during this time period that That's the only thing he could connect to with another person, right? Like, but you know what's weird
0: too? I mean, I know we're talking about it, you know, in this film, but shit, when the pandemic was going on, I mean, for real, a lot of kids didn't see other kids if they didn't have a sibling for like months at a time in some cases, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, You know, they kind of have to relearn how to interact, you know, with other kids. You know, you got to get back into sharing. You got to think about, like, what your behavior is like in public again. Like, there is, like, this reintroduction into society thing that's actually happening at this present moment in real life. Um, and for a lot of people who are not in the United States, that's still not the case. I mean, there's a very inequitable thing going on right now with um, the vaccines that we do have available. And I am... You know, like in this this world that we have, I mean, it's it's unsaid, right? But you know, we we're focused on this one particular community, and and I'm you know, and I'm I'm not saying this is a fault of the story. I'm I'm just pointing out that you know this is what it is. We don't know if other communities have this sort of medicine available to people who have the virus, and if they do, we do know that you know just because that things are with people, you know, being as they are. they would not be just shared with everybody
1: equally you know what i mean um, oh absolutely like it's again spoilers alert for an anime called attack on titan but there's <laughs> like a big deal with kind of the issue i had with attack on titan when i first started watching it where it was like these are the only humans left you sure and the same thing with sweet tooth where it's like you said like we're really stuck on pretty much like the united states like even with united states where it's like I didn't even know, like there's one line saying, I didn't even know we still had an East Coast, right? Mm -hmm. Where, again, because we don't have planes, we don't have cars going, you know, to New York, to Florida, to Florida, to Colorado, to Colorado, to Washington State, not doing that anymore. So the idea that, hey, does Japan have it together? You know, that's a big island. Do they have it together? What what were they doing during all of this? Because it's not just a U.S. issue. This is a world issue. Yeah. How are they handling it? Are they handling it any better? Again, we don't know. There is no worldwide CNN to tell us what's going on in, anymore. Well, I definitely don't
0: feel like I need that. Just like I didn't need a full Walking Dead, um, you know. But th- there's this thing that keeps happening in these shows that they make sure that we all, as an audience, are aware of that resources are going to be scarce and not everybody can have them. True. Like even you might have the best of intentions, but there's always a cap on generosity when there's scarcity
1: true and the same thing with the issue of when Abbott's like we don't have any more hybrids well maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. you should yeah i mean when it.
0: nobody wants to have children um and then be ostracized as a parent as y'all talk about with big man or um have a situation where you know, you, you're constantly putting your child in peril um, because just society has decided they're not desirable. You know,
1: right? And that's one of the things I look at with Sweet Tooth, where it's like, like you said earlier, where it's just it. I don't know, like to me, it turns so quick. And understand the comic doesn't actually explain any of that either, which is fine. Um, with with the show. I don't know like I would think there'll be more Organizations besides you know random Teenagers who are like you know these These hybrids are people too kind of thing (sighs) Where you don't really get that In the show really at all It's more of everyone hates you There's some that are more like Indifferent Like big man's more I don't think I don't think that hates hybrids but he's kind of like more Indifferent like yeah you're people I guess (laughs) Yeah long you don't you know make it Hard for me to do something then I'm all right yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Like I, I am not with bated breath, but I if it's season two comes out next month, yeah, I would watch it. Like I, I'm not gonna make appointment appointment time for it, but I would definitely go out and be like, all right, cool, Sweet Tooth came out this week. You know, I'm not doing anything this weekend. Let me you see. you season to convince you to finish it to finish yeah. this season?
0: Um, uh, I don't know, Keith. Will you be keeping up with the series? What do you think?
2: Yeah, if I got time, I definitely watch it. I mean. Because I, I want to see what else that got, you know, got in store for us and see if it answers some of the questions that we have. Yeah. No, I mean it probably will. We'll see. Uh well,
0: we're gonna wrap this one up though. Um, if you got this far, you definitely enjoyed the pod, despite the uh weird cut in the middle that you're gonna experience or have already experienced. Uh, but uh you know, we do this every Thursday. Um, you know talking about some of the you know best content that's out there uh we're really excited there's some really good stuff getting ready to come out so we're really excited to talk about that um as always definitely check out uh the content on movie maker um, as well as the movie maker podcast and other associated podcasts beyond low key such as the dan delgado uh podcast uh, which is called skipping the
2: industry thank you god
0: brain see that's what we got keep he keeps he's hes the one with the ssd hard drive in his head mm. um right where, where can the people find, find <laughs> us on the social
2: <laughs> well we're on um facebook and we also on the the instagram at the low key pod
0: perfect and sam as always thank you very much again for your insights uh like you said man i feel like you're almost like uh, PR for for Sweet Tooth at this point. I'm, I'm ready to go <laughs> ahead and finish the season, shoot.
1: <laughs> man, as always, glad to be with you guys. It has been a pleasure. Yeah, man.
0: Hey, look, when you ready to have us back on, let us know. Also, go Sam, where can people check you out? Yeah.
1: Oh, Sam said it DFW on pretty much every social that you can find, even Twitch, which I I don't do. But again, that is my name on Twitch, so you know, hey, you're
2: not streaming like, Guilty Gear Strive.
1: Man, I want to, but no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bro, I was for, thinking, I, I've never been on Twitch, but I was thinking about getting on there just to play. Um, have people watch me play Resident Evil Village. I, I mean, mean, why not? Go on, go on, create your <laughs> so, so we can laugh and you can tell
0: everybody where to check you out. But uh, we're right. going to close for this Zoom, switch off on us. But right. we'll, uh, make sure we see y'all next week. All right, peace. All right. All right, Later. See y'all.